Bush and Richie here. Welcome to your Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, getting an insight into behind the, the curtain of what goes on in the Home Time Show. Uh, we've had a couple of donuts each. The sugar's gone right to me and Richie's head, and we're mucking around playing some games. I honestly think if we got... Like, you know sometimes when people get trapped in something? Yeah. Like, if we were stuck in like an oil on an oil rig yep. or trapped in, like, a big room or a, a warehouse, I think we'd have a great time. I think we'd be fine. Entertain I, ourselves. I'm glad you went that way because I was thinking to myself, I think we'd be fine. I think we'd be fine. Yes, he thinks we'd be fine. We'd be we absolutely be. fine. And yeah. to prove this, we've got a game now where uh, we've got the bin on my side of the room, normally it's on Richie's side yeah. of the room. Uh, Richie can't see it. No. So he's having, to, this is like a trust exercise. I'm having a point to where the bin is below the level of the desk where all the equipment is. Richie's going to throw a paper ball, which has got one of our live reads, sales reads on it, <laughs> that's going to land into the bin. Now, I'm not going to deny, if I was a little bit taller, I'd be able to say where the bin was. Yeah, no, I know. But that's, uh, we can't change the, the path of nature. <laughs> we can't. No, we can't. Sorry, that came out worse than I expected. <laughs> uh, so, just uh, over here. Just over there, all right. Okay. Right down there. Is it flush against the wall? It is, yeah. but there's a ridge. There's like a like a like a bar that goes around the outside of the mm-hmm. studio wall with like lights on it. So you can't aim down to, to drop down the side like Barnes Wallace's uh, yeah. uh, bouncing bomb thing because it's yeah. gonna it's gonna hit the ridge. Okay, I'm just gonna offer the uh, the podcast listener the chance to uh, say right now whether they think it's gonna go in or miss. Say it out loud now. Oh, oh okay, right. interesting. Here we go. Right, three, two, one. It's in flight. Oh, awful. Miles off. That was miles off. I've got um, a reserve piece of paper. He's going to have another go. Uh, say out loud now where you think it's going to go in, please, listeners. OK, here he goes. Three, two, one. It's in flight. Gone again. This is like a, a gambler throwing good money after bad. Uh, at the end of the podcast, I'll have one more throw. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. If you are eating right now or your stomach is easily turned, I'm going to give you like an eight-second warning that something is coming up. Oh, no. I uh, want to ask you the question, do you work in a job where you know you get lied to by your customers or your patients every single day? <laughs> I want to have some earwax removed earlier on today. Right. I, I did give an eight-second warning. You did? <clears throat> you did. <laughs> and when I'm lying there, lying down there on the couch, and uh, the uh, the audiologist uh, has got the uh, uh, gear in the ear, whatever it is they use, and they're looking down there with a microscope and all that, they're actually looking into my ear. Right, so she's uh, having a proper look in there. Having a proper look, and she says to me, you don't put anything in your ear, do you? And I'm lying there going, oh, no, 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 no. They're looking. They're looking down there. They know that I've probably put a little bit of tissue down there trying to get a little bit of wax out or something or other. You put stuff in your ear? You shouldn't do it. I've never put anything in my ear. The saying is, never put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. And you shouldn't do it. I've got that, but in Latin, on my LinkedIn profile. (laughs) (laughs) Mantra for me. But it's one of those... That that must be one of those jobs where they know they're getting lied to every single day. They probably ask the same question, and people always go, oh, no, not me, no, no, I don't do that kind of thing. Do you know what? I've... If anyone's been in the situation, you've had to phone HMRC up just for a bit more time. (laughs) Sat through the old... Hold music. They must get all sorts of like. You're not going to believe what's happened. I just need a bit more time. Some van's reversed over me phone and I can't pay the bill. It's they, like the, gr- the grown-up version of uh, teachers and homework. It is. The dog ate my uh, tax return <laughs> slip. So if you work in a job where you, you you're just getting lied to every single day and you just have to swallow the lie, you just smile, but you know deep down you're t- you're being sold a story. I need to address something first of all. It appears that uh, Absolute Radio's Ben Burrell uh, has also been for an earwax procedure. 
feature as well today. What is going on? Um, I, I didn't get the email. <laughs> I can. I, I just want to deny any accusations uh, that Ben Burrell and I are in some kind of earwax pyramid scheme. I, uh, I can but... imagine you on adjacent beds <laughs> holding hands. Uh, I'm a physio. Clients return saying they've done their exercises every day and it's no better. So I asked them to show me the exercises. Amazingly, they can't remember how to do them at all. Uh, we're asking you if you work in a job where you know you are getting lied to every single day. Uh, this is a good one. Dawn says, being a cleaner, why do people clean up before we arrive? We had a cleaner for a little bit and my other half, Katie, would do that every every Tuesday morning when she was about to arrive. We'd have to go around and clean up. So What's you want, the point? Look, a state in front of the cleaner. <laughs> they know you're a state. That's why you're getting them in. <laughs> uh, Michelle, what is it you do? Well, I'm a teacher, so you're always getting lied to. Wow. See, can you sense and smell a lie? You know, sometimes people can guess when when it's going to start raining soon. They can tell it in the air. <laughs> well, when you're a teacher, you get you get that vibe. You see the children come in, like when they've been off sick for a week and they come in with a tan. <laughs> what do you think about that? Like, just, just honestly, in terms of... Because sometimes, you know, you know what the price is like, obviously, for kids going away during... Uh... That's the thing, because, to be honest with you, I've got to pay the same. I've got to pay the price. Of course, That's yeah. a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, you can't just suddenly take the, take the time off, can you? Yeah. It's better to take the fine because I think it's something like 60 quid, but you save thousands. Take the fine, <laughs> save the money. Is that what you're saying? A fantastic insider knowledge here. <laughs> but it's true, though, isn't it? Because, it, I'll be honest, I'm in the same boat. I've got to pay the, the exorbitant fee. Yeah. But just take the fine. It's like, you know, 60 quid, I think it is. It's a little but, bit like yeah. in football, a tactical yellow card, isn't it? <laughs> just pulling someone back. Like Man City do it all the time. Pull someone back at the halfway line, breaks up the play. It's worth it for the team. That's it. Yeah, just take take one for the team. But yeah, so you get you get a lot of. Uh, or oh, I've lost this, or I've lost that, or nobody told me. But, it's yeah, part of your no, teacher training, isn't it, Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> Good to speak to you, Michelle. Take care. Lovely to chat. And you. Take care. Take care then. No shortage of people. Cliff says I work in motor insurance, dealing with liability. People swear blind. They're not at fault until they're provided with footage showing that they are. Such satisfaction. Uh, listen to this one. Debs and me, say John at Debs Ironing Shop in Wakefield. Debs and me run an ironing service and we always get someone who calls and says, if I bring a small bag of clothes for ironing, can I have it back tomorrow as I'm going on holiday? We say, yes, of course, we'll fit you in. And they turn up with two large bin liners full of holiday clothes. <laughs> Outrageous lying. Do you ever put anything in your ears, sir? No, 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 never. Just, hey. just to clarify what you've been putting in there, just in case people's minds are running away with them. Oh, tissue. Okay. Yeah. Just to try and get it out myself. Not like than... a frozen pea. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that at home. Uh, right, uh, Lisa, what's the job? Uh, so I'm a phlebotomist at the hospital. <laughs> wow, so I've never heard that phrase before. You're a, phlebo a phlebotomist. Yeah, so I take blood from people. Oh, oh. I went and saw one of your lot last week. Oh. <laughs> pale as a pale as a ghost, I was. What what do they give you these days? Is it like a rich tea biscuit or one of those uh, nice ones? What's the going? Do you get a biscuit after you give blood? I, I didn't get a biscuit. Didn't get a, but you didn't get a no. biscuit. What's going on there? No, we don't. We don't give biscuits anymore unless you uh, faint or something. You don't get a biscuit. I wasn't far off. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what's the fib then that you get told? When we're having difficulty finding a vein, sometimes we'll ask the patient if uh, they've drunk enough water. And always, every time they will say yes, uh, but their skin and their lips will be so dry, uh, oh. you can tell they probably haven't had anything for days. <laughs> wow. So, I'm obviously, Richie, who likes going to get needles and all that kind of stuff? Not many people. So you must, you, in your job, phlebotomist, you must have the most unbelievable percentage of, like, white coat syndrome where people are terrified of coming to see you. 
Oh, we do, yeah, definitely. Don't take it personally, is all I would say <laughs> as someone who suffers that white, white coat syndrome more than most. Just give him a biscuit next time, that's all we're going to ask for. <laughs> And we'll leave the tin open for him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We exposed a secret society on the show the other night. Uh, it turns out that thousands of people in the United Kingdom are walking around wearing Crocs and you wouldn't even know it. No. Probably uh, added to the shroud of secrecy from working from home because when do you see someone's bottom half? Quite. Unless the meeting's got into some very unusual territory <laughs> during the team's meeting. Hundreds of you got in touch to tell us why you would or never would wear Crocs and uh, there's a lot of passion there. There's no way you can argue against that. However, one thing was clear, Richie and I, hands up, had never actually worn Crocs before, do you know what I mean? So that's why uh, I have ordered them online. We were a little bit panicky earlier on that they weren't going to get here in time. <laughs> so this is how this hour of the show is going to go. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to try them on. They've arrived. Pair for me, pair for Richie. Thank you. We'll try them on, see how they feel. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to move to stage two of our plan to go viral, is that we've brought in some substances, which we're going to talk about in a second, and we're going to film a video that hopefully will go viral of us pushing our feet into the Crocs and pushing said substance out through the holes. Only just dawned on us that we're going to have to expose our feet uh, for those videos. And my big toe nail on my right foot uh, has got a few problems after football from the other week. So <laughs> apologies for everyone's going to be videoing that. And apologies to anyone who's going to be watching it. But should we crack them open? Let's do it. I've gone for navy blue. I'm an Everton fan, so that's just how it is. So I'm wearing Tottenham colours. Great, thank you. Oh, there's only one pair. You're joking. Hold on a minute. <laughs> there's only one pair in here. I ordered, <laughs> I ordered two pairs of Crocs. <laughs> Did you? I or <laughs> They've sent us one size nine. I never ordered a size nine. <laughs> we got a we got a shoe each. We're gonna have to have one shoe each. If if there was a metaphor for this show, that is it. This is ridiculous. What are we gonna do? One shoe each. <laughs> one shoe each. And we had the uh, bare-faced cheek in front to uh, allude to the fact that we couldn't understand why they're showing won any awards. <laughs> and I can't even order Crocs properly. Let me let me just explain and apologise, not only just to you, the home-time listeners, but to Richie as well. Uh, I was I was in charge of ordering us a pair of Crocs each. Only one pair's turned up. You've ordered us a Croc each. A Croc, I've got us a Croc each. <laughs> Weirdly, he's a size 8, I'm a size 11, and they've yeah. given us one pair of size 9s. They've given us... What did you order? <laughs> that's, that, that's what I've ordered. Weirdly enough, the other pair are still in my basket. <laughs> so we've got one pair, one crock each to try. Yeah. So this is this is going quite badly, but we're going to bring this back now by putting some substances in On there. On that, you're saying we've got one crock each. Uh, that is not... That's that's a knockoff, isn't it? It's a, it's a hell of a knockoff. <laughs> I went to the shop across the road to get actual crocs. So I'm not made of money. <laughs> Uh, 28 quid for a pair. Wow. These aren't, that's for sure. <laughs> Do not light up near them. You go up like a Roman candle. So let's just try them on, see how they yes. feel. You've got the right foot, I've got the left foot. Yeah, thank you. Should I take my socks off? Or sock? Keep your sock on until we then put the substances in Good them. idea. All right. Hey, there's plenty of give in that size nine, isn't there? Well, yeah, there's even more in mine because I'm a size seven. <laughs> How's it feeling for you over there? Do you feel the little bumps and ridges on the bottom of them? I am, yeah. I mean, um, I can't feel my toe at the front. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm going to be able to squeeze anything out, madam. <laughs> Deary me. I feel like now, just wearing Crocs, I want to go and put the bins out. Let's get a bin vibe. I'm trying to imagine what it is, because I've only got one on, and it is, I'd say that they're comfier than I would imagine. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Well, let's whet everyone's appetite then, Richie, by telling them what we're going to be pouring into the crocs and pushing our bare feet into them well, in a minute. Well, in my right croc, 
I've got a, a whole it's Daniel Day-Lewis movie, isn't it? Whole can of, uh, of shaving foam. You're going to be doing shaving... I, I yeah. think that's going to come out lovely out of the holes. Thank you. And for my one, I've been to Tesco a bit earlier on, and they had some... Um, I think it's reduced... Yeah, it's got the yellow sticker on it. <laughs> a whole pot of guacamole. Yeah. So that's going to be coming out of the holes in my crocs. We refer to how we don't win awards. We also refer to our show budget. He has bought yellow stickers guacamole. Here's the moment you've all been waiting for. Uh, Richie and I are about to get into the viral video market. Look, people like to watch relaxing stuff uh, on online. So uh, what we've done is married that kind of want up with uh, our recent introduction into the world of crocs. We've got, well, I was going to say a pair of crocs each. I misordered. So we've, <laughs> we've got, got a pair of crocs. We've got a pair of crocs between us, one for each. And we've picked a, uh, a a substance that we're going to thrust our foot into and see how relaxing it is to watch it come out the holes of the Crocs. Uh, yes, uh, 10,000 followers now on uh, Absolute Radio TikTok. So uh, they're going to lap this up they're love as this. this particular video goes viral. Who's going first? Do you want to go first? You've got, um, you've got some shaving foam. I have, yeah. So you, uh, And you're on the, you're, you've got your right foot. I've got there. my right foot out and uh, my right Croc ready. So I'm just going to insert the uh, shaving foam in my Croc, first of all. <coughs> Imagine now, I, you know, you might be listening at home thinking, what are they doing? But honestly, imagine how relaxing it would be. It's got to shake it up a bit more. That's to watch like... shaving foam come out of the holes in some crocs. He's having a problem applying the shaving foam. <laughs> it's not coming out. It's not coming out. Here we go again. There he goes. There we go. Oh, yeah. So the croc is filling up with shaving foam as we speak. You can hear that. That's enough. That's a, that's a lot of shaving foam, but it's going to look great. Again, watch out for the video of this later on, at Absolute Radio on Twitter. Richie's got his bare right foot, and you're going to thrust that in and, and watch it come out of the holes. For the sake of the experiment, I've uh, put the back strap up so I can just insert easier. Belt and braces with you all the time, <laughs> isn't it? Here we go. Here we go. Do you know what? I'm going to take my other sock off, just in case this comes out too much. <laughs> right. <clears throat> One. I'm going to roll my jeans up. Oh, Sorry. he's getting, he's getting the, the yips. He's getting nervous. <laughs> right, here we go. Go on, get that foot in there. One, two, three. Oh! Oh! It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, it feels good too. It looks great. Oh, wow. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, shave me legs now. Loads of little tiny little tubelets of shaving foam has just come out of the croc there. That Hello, is... TikTok. That is ASMR. Right, your go with your uh, yellow stickered guacamole. Guacamole going in, reduced. It's absolutely on the on the very verge of a turn. I reckon you should have got Ooh, a spoon. There's a strong smell of garlic there. I'm just going to fill me crock up with guacamole. I'm going to fill me crock up with guac. Careful, it's coming out the end. It's coming out the end. Let's just study that up a little bit. Uh, here we go. Our assistant producer, Rianne, is new to the show, is just reconsidering a career in radio after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so push the foot in. Here he goes. Three, two, one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's had an accident. It's gone everywhere. So that's <laughs> that's all being recorded now. Glad that you've all been part of it. And uh, I don't know if it's our last show, whether it's through being viral or having our contracts cancelled. It's been fun, though. It's Thank been, you very much. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. I've just listened to two men putting their feet in two crocs full of guacamole and shaving foam, uh, says Laura. Not a sentence I thought I'd ever write. Hysterical, though. Thank you for being with us on this journey. Someone else has texted crocamole. Uh, Skellers says on Twitter, this is the kind of quality content I'm here for. Crocamole would be the newspaper headline. 
headline of the review of this fantastic triumph. Three exclamation marks at the end of it as well. Uh, I never thought I'd do this. I've just, during that last song there, uh, gone into one of the loos here at Absolute Radio and had to clean guacamole from between my toes. <laughs> Keep an eye out for the video at Absolute Radio. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Ten weeks of tickets is back and we're giving you the chance to see the killers live in London. All you need to do is take part in our little game that we like to call Who Claims Wins? On the line, hoping to win tickets. Contestant number one is Yvonne. How are you doing, Yvonne, and where are you from? I'm good. Bush, thanks. My boy from Glasgow. Glasgow. What's you in Glasgow at the moment? Just um, office worker, nothing too exciting. <laughs> yeah, working from home, Any that kind of thing going on? Yeah, half and half just now. Brilliant. And what's your home working outfit, if it's not too personal a question? <laughs> Tracky bottoms, or you, do you still stay posh? Well, I do like the old joggers, I must say, because you've got a bit of leeway when you're having a morning snack. <laughs> a bit of leeway. <laughs> Love that. Uh, lovely to speak to you, Yvonne. You're up against Claire. Claire, good to have you on the show. Where are you from? I'm from Liverpool. From Liverpool. And you posh office work today, or are you in casuals like Yvonne? <laughs> no, I work in a hospital, so I'm in my uniform. Uniform all the way. Uh, Claire, yeah. I'll ask it because he wants to. Red or blue? Um, red. Oh, unfortunately, you've not won, Claire. So. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Right, I am the guarder of the rules, so... Uh, you can't escape him, can He you? doesn't have jurisdiction on this. Uh, here are the rules. For the competition, we will give you a random topic uh, that has many possible answers. Yvonne, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Claire, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Yvonne. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds seconds to do just that and if they manage it they win the tickets if they don't they lose the tickets it's clever uh, now that we're all on the same page we will play let's play who claims wins okay Yvonne the spotlight is on you how many European capital cities beginning with a consonant can you name how many do you think three. three three Claire do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge Yvonne to do her three um, no, I'll leave it to do it. Right, Whoa. okay, here we go. 30 seconds, Yvonne. Three, go for it. Thank you. I think she was a bad move, actually. Amsterdam. With a consonant. Consonant. Um, Am- Athens. With the begin with a consonant. Oh, oh. Cardiff. Yep, yep. Cardiff, um... Can't think. Mine's went blank. It's tough. Um, it's tough. Oh, oh. Time is up. Paris. Time Paris. is up. Paris would have been valid, but the time was up, I'm afraid, Yvonne. So uh, that means, Claire, you've won the tickets to go see the killers. Amazing. Thank you. Keeping with the Liverpool theme, winning without having to do anything, really. <laughs> Uh, and, and anyone, you know, I feel bad for Yvonne because it's only when you go on a, on a competition like this. Yep. You, sometimes it can just completely escape you. So. Pressure, pressure. I was thinking pressure. of, the, yeah. thinking of the, the bubbles. Yes, you were. Yeah. Yes, you were. Great to speak to you both. Uh, lovely to chat. Commiserations to Yvonne. Well done to Claire. We've got more opportunities to play Who Claims Wins on tomorrow's show to see the killers live in London. We're looking forward to chatting to you tomorrow. It's all thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Right, Hometime Film Club Thursday night is the chance for you to email us and get the Hometime audience to pick a movie for you to watch. Uh, but with your bespoke reasoning, Hometime at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Have a listen to this email that has come in. Oh, right. 
Hey, Bush and Richie. Yeah? My wife and I are off early in the morning down to Cornwall for the weekend as we've hired a little cottage. Someone's doing all right for themselves. On a cliff top from a popular online holiday home rental site. Ooh, very nice. Uh, We live in Slough. We can't wait. No disrespect to Slough. What is a good movie about the coast that would get Lisa and I in the mood for our long weekend? Thought it would be good for your film club, says Steve Lovell. First of all, there's nothing the Cornish like more than people from other places coming in and having a weekend in a holiday home. Love that they do, the Cornish. Secondly, coastal films. What are yeah. previously untapped genre of movies yeah, that I've never thought about didn't before. Didn't used to see that in Blockbuster, did you? You didn't? No. Coastal, just down at the end on the right. I'm going to go Route 1. I'm going to go Route 1, but it's a, oh, it's a great film. 1975, I'm going to go Jaws. It's a it great might film. not be, be what the Cornish would, li- would like, but, I mean, you do get basking sharks down there. You do. I'll never forget, never forget going to watch Jaws 3D. Yeah. Which one was that, like, third Jaws or something like that? I watched it, we went to a cinema in Melksham back in the day, and just the bit where the fish's head floats around and comes out into the middle of the screen. I've never seen a 3D movie before in my life. Amazing. Wow. Amazing film. I'm going to go for, I feel like we always go back to Tom Hanks on this, in this feature, but um, Castaway with Tom Hanks. Okay. With Wilt Wilson, the little yeah, uh, yeah, volleyball yeah, or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. with his handprint on it. For me, just one of, one of the best survival movies, but a beautiful coastline, beautiful little deserted island, so it's got coast written all over yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's strictly, obviously, Strictly speaking, it is a coastal movie. It's a coastal movie. So <laughs> okay. that works. Couple to start with there, but we need your choices and then we'll get back to uh, Steve and Lisa with uh, the suggestions. Good on them. Can I just suggest one other film? Go on. Me and my mate James Gaceford went to the cinema in Bath when I was a lot younger to watch what we thought at that level was an entry-level bit of blue. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Return to the Blue Lagoon. And there's a little there's a little cinema in Bath, I can't remember what it's called now. It's a tiny little cinema down an alleyway. And we watched it in there and there wasn't that much doing, to be honest with you. <laughs> a bit disappointed. Uh this one here, uh, guys, I think the lucky couple need to watch Quadrophenia. You won't find a better coastal film. I was Brighton. Is that like people beating it beating each other up in it's a seaside town? Yeah. Keith says it's got to be Blue Juice, surf, surfing film set in Cornwall, starring Catherine Zeta Jones, Sean Pertwee, and Ewan McGregor. It's a classic. Uh, we've got Gina on the line. Gina, what coastal film are you going for then? Yes, Fisherman's Friends. You, surely you mean the suite that I dish out to Richie before we start yeah. every single show? <laughs> <laughs> no, the ones where they do the sea shanty on. I don't, oh. You're going to have to tell us a bit more about this. I'm not familiar with it. Okay, so they're in Cornwall. Oh, um, right. they're a group of fishermen. And um, I can't remember the actor person's name. He goes down and he's a music producer. Right. And he um, he films them singing their songs. And, and by sea shanty, you mean like... Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Feel good movie, would you say? Very good, yeah. Especially if you're in Cornwall, because I think that's where it's set, in um, Port Isaac. Oh, wicked. So what are the two who emailed in? Steve and Lisa. Steve and Lisa will be able to p- pick out places they've been on their, exactly, their mini break. Exactly, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Cheers, Gina. Well done, Barry thank Norman. Uh, Wayne says, uh, wasn't Fifty First Dates kind of a beach set? We're after coastal movies. Fifty First Dates was set on was the it? beach. Was it? Yeah, you, you must have seen that. I've never seen it. Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler, it's a classic. Sounds terrible. No, it's, oh, honestly. No, 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 it sounds terrible. Drew Barrymore, I don't want to give it away, as some kind of accident, lives her life every single day all over again, and he's got to um, basically date her every single day from scratch. 
That actually sounds all right, that, doesn't there it? There you go. So you, Adam Sandler always lands on his feet, doesn't he? Good, good actor. Uh, Monkey vs. Well. Wolves on Twitter says, what about the Wicker Man, uh, nice boat ride over the sea, picturesque village, stately home to visit, interesting locals. They definitely won't get burned alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Gary, you've got one for us? I have, yes, Doc Martin. Doc Martin, who's in that? Uh, it's Martin Clones. It's not a film, is it? It's a TV series. OK. So it's something you watch on the telly then, like... Yeah, yeah, it's a, a series. It's been going about five or six years. It's actually based in uh, Cornwall. Okay, so it, it ticks a couple of the criteria, but it's let down on one major thing that it's, it's not actually a film, and this is the Home Time Film Club. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gary's got a point though. In some, point. in some respects, in that if you watch two of them back to back on the ITV hub, then that's going to be the length of. This is uh, good as a movie. We always let it through. What what kind of thing happens? Can we give us an example of one exciting thing that happens in Doc Martin? Uh, he he puts some stitches in the lady's coat. <laughs> Thank you, um, Dad. She, she cut her foot while she's walking on the beach. Oh, I right. see. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you're a troublemaker, mate. <laughs> uh, and, and by the way, he's scared of blood. Who is? <laughs> Doc Martin. Right, I think we need to get Gary off now. Bye bye, Gary. If there's any further. Okay, bye, lads. Bye. We soon need to make a decision on the Hometime Film Club for tonight. Steve and Isa off to Cornwall for the weekend. They wanted a coastal movie for them to watch tonight uh, to get in the mood for their romantic weekend, no doubt, uh, together. Love the lengths that you guys go to with your suggestions here. Sarah says, The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. This film what? was literally set in the West Country with amazingly beautiful beaches. I'm willing to put a sizeable amount of money on the fact that that is not film. No, I've, I've checked it here. Uh, it was... What's it called again? The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society 2018. I wouldn't go to that film based on it just for having a really obtuse name. 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. That's higher than some of the big action movies oh, that you I like. <laughs> Alright, pointed oh, slant well, there. I'm just saying. Uh, Nick says, what about the Martin Scorsese classic Cape Fear starring Robert De Niro? I remember... I remember... I remember... <laughs> it's the West Country. i tell you what, I remember... I remember it ends up on a boat, and I'm sure if it's a coastal boat, though. That's a good point. It's a good shout. It's a good shout. But overwhelmingly by volume. And we spoke uh, We spoke earlier about it. Fisherman's Friends. It's got to be Fisherman's Friends. Never heard of this film before, no. but everyone's singing its praises, so surely that's what they've got to watch. They've got to watch a shanty tonight. The Daily Takeaway. Bushman Richie's Daily Takeaway. Best of three, folks. We're back at the end of the podcast. Richie still hasn't got one in the bin yet from the other side of the studio. Do you want to give them the chance to guess? Please say out loud whether you think it's going to go in the bin this time. All right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm not going to bother. OK, here we here go. Here he goes. Three, two, one. It's in flight. It's nowhere near. I don't, I don't know what's going on. That's it. That's hurt you quite a bit, isn't it? <laughs> it's more than you'd imagine. I wish it was taller. 